Hi, this is Kim with Paranormal Resolutions, also known as Lady K. Hope everybody's doing good out there. Um, just wanted to kind of speak about my experience with the occult. Um, going to try and summarize the best I can. Going back, the first experience I can really remember having was my one friend. I would go over and hang out at this house. I was in my 20s and it was kind of like the party place to go. We would, you know, have some drinks and have some fun and whatever. And there was these two guys that were living there um, with her. And so there was a total of three of them. And supposedly this house was haunted and yeah, there was things that happened there and it was scary. Um, but nothing that I ever you know, I, I only witnessed probably there was pounding from the walls one night when we were drinking um, from all around us. That was really scary, but don't really know. One night after I had had a lot of drinks, you know, I got up in the middle of the night and I made my way to the bathroom, had to use the bathroom. And I stopped because I saw these two guys sitting with this like antique looking goblet and they were like cutting themselves and putting blood into this cup and I don't know if they were drinking from it or what they were doing but that was distressing like no nope not okay so I kind of was like what's going on here kind of thing and it didn't get much of an explanation they didn't owe me an explanation you know this is their house they're free to do what they want to do this is their home I'm I'm here because I'm here so I can leave right so the next morning, I just said, look, you know, what you guys do in your personal time, it's not my business. Um, I'm just putting it out there. I'm not going to be here. I'm not going to be around if this is what happens. Like, that's creepy, creepy. Of course, you know, I have this curiosity, like, what in the world? And they started explaining, you know, that it was like a satanic kind of thing. And of course, that's all I needed to hear. I didn't want nothing to do with that. I don't care. Like, that's not okay. I didn't spend a lot, a lot of time after that over there. But, you know, when I would stop by to see my other friend that lived there and they were there, you know, I was really close to the one guy. We were really close for a while, um, just laughing and talking. And um, we even had our own code language so we could talk about stuff without people understanding what we we're talking about. We were just weird weirdos having fun but um the one time the one guy had had me put my my palms in the air like my hands out he said you want to see something cool so I did and he was like moving his hands above mine not touching my hands and suddenly there was this feeling of like fire and heat like it started gradually and then it was really hot and I yanked my hands back and I'm like, oh, and he's like, oh, you felt it? And I'm like, yeah, like we're not doing that no more. It wasn't okay. And soon he would start revealing personal things about me that nobody knew that were in my life and stuff. And is it true that blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what in the world? So I'm starting to really think there's something to this, like there's something big with this. Because who knows things and does things like that and whatever. So I started researching and researching and, you know, I would ask them questions and they would answer. And one of the things that it had said is that there's always a head demon. And if you can get it to reveal its name, because it's almost like a 
a spirit guide or, a, you know, whatever. And that head demon, if you can get that name, it takes the power. Like, then it's revealed and whatever. So I'm like, okay, that's interesting. So when I was talking to this guy, I'm like, well, you know, so how does this work? And do you, do you talk to, like, anything or entities? And he's like, yeah, yep, I have this one that's always with me. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. What's his name? And he's like, oh, his name is... And he just started stuttering. He's like, you know, this is really weird. I can't remember. I'm like, you can't remember. Like, it's with you all the time. How can you not remember? And then his voice totally changes. I'm not even kidding. And this is over the phone. Thank you, Jesus. This happened over the phone. But he said, maybe there's a reason that I'm not supposed to tell you. And I was like, okay, chills up my spine. His voice changed. It did not sound right. That was it. Like, I was done wanting to know. I was washing my hands of everything. I didn't want to have anything to do with it. That scared the crap out of me so bad. And, you know, proved to me something's going on with this. Something's real with this. And I don't like it. That was my first real experience with anything strange. Um, You know, always having encounters and having you know, premonitions and seeing and, and stuff like this that I've had or messages being given, you start to question your own sanity at some point in your life. And so, you know, you start kind of coming out and talking to certain people and starting to realize there's other people out there like you that aren't talking about it. We decided to get a group together. And, you know, I'm not proud of this at all because it was definitely a wrong path to go down. But it's almost like it was that or my sanity at some point. Because I'm like, is it real? You know, is it real? What else goes with this? What else? So we got a group of people together. And it was kind of like a spiritual growth group. So um, we'd have a theme every week. So one week we would get together and we'd bring an object and we'd hold it. And just anything we pick up and anything we get, we would talk about. And it was crazy that we'd be right. You know? It, most everybody that we were together were, you know, we could do these things and it was just weird. Um, so like a ring, a wallet, keychain, it doesn't matter. The person could be deceased or they could still be alive. And then we would do um, tea leaf readings where we would read, you know, we put the tea leaves in and then they'd, you know, make a something and we'd say what it looked like and it always say, have a message or look like something and it would be relevant. It was just getting weirder and weirder. We doused, we used the pendulum to ask questions, got right answers. I mean, you know, how deep does the rabbit hole go? Um, I even went as far and I'm not proud, not proud at all. And I know better. I'm smarter than this, but I even started doing tarot readings and I, I was actually very good at getting correct information. And I'm not sure where this information was coming from. I wasn't understanding you guys that I was opening up doorways. And like, you'll hear me say all the time, if you open a door, you have a basic invite to the other side. Now they can mess with you all they want to. And you got to close those doorways and closing them isn't as easy as opening them. Let me tell you, cause they don't like the door shut in their face at all. Um, but yeah, the things we were doing, I've, I've gotten photos, I've gotten EVPs, you know, uh, recorded voices. The thing is, like, it was so easy for me. There's people that were ghost hunters that go looking for this stuff their whole life. And they're like, 
I never get anything. You know, I've never had an encounter. It's just an old creepy building. And I'm like, you want an encounter? Let's go. And I could point, take a picture right there, do this. And they were like, wow, that was my first experience. <laughs> and, and I'm like, well, welcome to my world. Um, like I said, you know, people go looking for this stuff. And do you really want to believe in that stuff? Because I'm, I'm telling you right now, it's real. You don't have to go poking around. They're all around you. They're everywhere. They're outside. They're inside. They're, you know, certain places that harbor certain energies. There's good and there's evil. There's, you know, kind of in between, whatever. I don't know how to explain it other than it changes the rest of your life. Because if you know that that stuff is real, okay, that's step one. You've just opened a door to a new reality. So when something happens, you're always second guessing it. Or when you hear something, you're always second guessing it because you know the other side is real. If you're not a believer, you just kind of tune it out and you're like, well, whatever. You know, could be this, could be that. Well, as a believer, you do that too. But then it's almost like there's that other what if out there. You know, you try to rationalize it. But yeah. And then the second step is realizing that it's not just, woo, you know, floating through the air. Like these things can harm and damage you. They can put thoughts in your head that aren't yours, especially demons and the evil ones. Um, they can give you emotions. You can have rage and anger out of nowhere. You can, you know, you can be harmed. I'm just telling you, they can mess with your car when you're driving. It's not a safe place. When you know that is real, and I guess that's kind of why I'm about what I'm about, um, being trapped in this world where I didn't have anybody in the beginning to share with or to talk to because they would just think I was nuttier than a squirrel turd. They would, <laughs> they would think she's just completely insane. That's what people do. You don't just come out and start talking about this stuff and, so you don't have any support, you know, your close friends, maybe, but if they're not spiritual and they don't know how to help you. And like I said, I even at one point, things were so out of control and I had had like the highlight of my, you know, existence of fear. And I actually called the church. I was sitting in their parking lot. I called the church and the pastor answered and I'm like, look, this just happened. I'm beside myself. I don't know what to do. And he just kept repeating, wow, like I've heard stuff like this, but oh yeah, wow, like, oh, and I'm thinking, just ask me to come in, like help me, you know? And so he did, he prayed over the phone with me and then that was it. There was no like, here's, if you need us, we're here. You know, I just kind of thought the church isn't even able to, a quick prayer over the phone didn't make me feel all that much better. And I mean, I even emailed a a ghost team, a ghost hunting team saying whatever, whatever, whatever. Cause I was looking for answers and I didn't have one single person that could give me any. That's where my whole interest in this whole thing comes from and coming out and talking about it. And, you know, other people that are out there, you know, sometimes there's very gifted people out there or people that, you know, have encounters and they don't understand. And you think you're losing your mind. You're not. The stuff's out there, guys. It's real. So, you know, just remember, find someone you can talk to. Um, 
you can always leave me a, a voice message on my podcast or, you know, send an email. Uh, it's paranormalresolutions at yahoo.com. Go ahead and shoot me an email if you have questions. I, don't, I can't guarantee I can give you a correct answer, but I've been through a lot and maybe I can give you some pointers. Maybe not. <laughs> but anyway, it's been great spending some more time with you guys and I hope you have a great rest of wonderful rest of your night or day. Bye-bye.